I'm Portia. And I'm Kate. And this is Moonchild Revolution. Whether you like it or not. Mental health part two. It is. Uh, last time we left off, I was in the hard stop, which is that's what we're picking up on, is the hard stop of everything in life as we've known it. Yes. We're going on a year. Yes. Because we're close. hitting March. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to do two parts where we were then, back in December. Yep. When we recorded that, we pulled some stats from November, into November. And then we really wanted to touch on it again. Now that we, and we weren't sure what the hell was going to happen. No. In society. <laughs> no. <laughs> we didn't know if we were going to have maybe a breather or if it was going to get ape shit. So we wanted to give it some time, some space, some breathing room. And also just see the progression of our mental health, where it's at now. And I know we did talk about things we could do to help with the self. We, but that, I mean, that was a really heavy one. Oh, and yeah. this is not, you know, going to be light and fluffy. But it is going to be, you know, where we're now. Yeah. And a little bit, you know, just a little bit... Uh more positive, I guess. You know, there's yeah. the realness to it. You know, there was some positivity in the last one, but I think you kind of have to show both sides to show exactly, you know, how, you know, how dark it can get and you can still at least hopefully find that, you know, that light in it. Well, and that was the reality of it. We were in dark times. Oh. We didn't know what the fuck was happening. I mean, Agent Orange was acting like a psycho. When we recorded um, one of the episodes... I believe it was, what was it, individuality? Mm-hmm. That's when everybody decided to storm the fucking castle, and there yeah. was all the violence and disrupt at the huge divide, and then that panic of what the fuck's going on. And even before that, back in December, everybody was at each other's throats. Oh, yeah. It was and pick a side. It's been going on since spring of 2020 late spring of 2020 um you know yeah some of it has to do with the fact that we've been you know kind of stuck like caged animals Mm -hmm. in a way um you know but there's this just cycle of i I would say going back to smashing pumpkins i'm alt billy corgan (laughs) decide despite all my rage i'm still just a rat in a cage that's what it feels like you know we're caged in we're locked down there's a fucking pandemic it keeps mutating there's a ton of shit that's shut down. We don't know when it's going to reopen. There's a lot of uncertainty. Then you add all that chaos to it. Yeah. That's going to do shit on to the mind. And also what we had talked about before statistically as far as jobs, employment, that's fucking money, man. Oh, yeah. You know, and there's also, there's so many things that we sure touched upon last time, but then now where are we? Yeah, and so, you know, we things have calmed down a little bit. I mean, I, I think we're still 
Because there's there's a cycle, you know. Again, it's that's gone on. There's that mistrust, the anger, the hate, the violence, you know. But again, we've we've calmed down some, at least in my personal observations. It's not everybody's, you know, reality. Um, but you know, even so, just looking at the month of December, mm-hmm. 2020, that's mm-hmm. the most recent statistics that we have right, with the Bureau of Labor. Goes back. So um, with that. It shows that it's basically the same, the unemployment rate. You are hovering right at about that little over 6% line. Okay. Um, And so, you know, again, that was in the month of December. And then you have to think about it, too. Um, A lot of seasonal jobs that people have because of the holidays, those are going to be gone. Right. So when you have those things gone, it does make it difficult you know you are going to probably have at least somewhat of an increase in the unemployment there you know that may be what we see for the month of january when it is reported but you know the thing is that anger it's it's calmed down it's not on every single news station it's not you know blowing up your phone constantly um it has calmed down and again even with you know kind of leveling off there a little bit um you know that says a lot it says a lot about the uh well there's that it's a it's a, it's a dull roar there's a lot yeah. of work to be done mm-hmm. i'd say we're at a dull roar which i think we may have even said in the last episode maybe i should go back and listen to it i mean again for the 30 millionth fucking time <laughs> yeah but you know i think that we i had said it would be nice if we could get to a dull roar maybe i didn't if there's fact checkers out there you know you could be like listen bitch you didn't say that which is fine um, also, you know, Trump's been pretty much, uh, you know, he's been, I don't even know if this word made it up, delegitimized. He's, he, he's not legitimate anymore. I don't think it's a word. Sometimes I, I'm a writer. No, it is. I think it I is a word. I think it is a word. Um, but I mean, for him to not be up there anymore. I had somebody said the other day that Biden was such a boring president. And I was like, I know, isn't it wonderful? I know. I love it. Uh, please just. It's so good. It's and so there's, good. I'm... You know, and, and everybody's going to have their opinion on him, but oh, yeah. at least it's. What I've observed, you know, whether it's, you know, for me, you know, I'm the weirdo that doesn't own the t- a, a TV. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the, the tech shit is too much. Uh, I'm not going to digress. I do a lot of reading. You know mm-hmm. me. I'm like, let me go through my articles. Let me read. Let me, yep. let me get. And I read both sides and piss myself off. And, and I think you need to do that to yeah. be able to not go too far one way or the other. I'm not necessarily going to agree with, with, like, let's say Fox and Friends, because fuck mm-hmm. that shit. But I need to know what the hell they're doing so I know what the other side is doing. Oh, yeah. Now Fox and Friends is just kind of scrambling, chasing their tails, and, you know, still trying to, to come up with horseshit and, and, and whatever, you know. They're, so they're still kind of mad, you know. But the anger, what I've seen just even out in public. Mm-hmm has gone down oh yeah people you can feel that calm there's still yes. some friction there's mm-hmm. still some friction and it's that that side eye of i don't know i don't know are we cool now you know okay mm-hmm. are we still doing the divided sides and then there's some that you see that are still very heavily divided i've mm-hmm. seen it you know with that in my own personal experience and with mm-hmm. others you know so i think just on that it's not that helps with with mental health because you're not in a constant we're still in chaos yeah i mean let's be realistic we're still in chaos 
not to, you know, shit in anybody's fucking Cheerios, but it's not as chaotic. There's still a lot of shit looming, like we said, with the pandemic, um, the economy, unemployment, which I'm very happy that they actually put that back in because right before Christmas, pulling unemployment was bullshit. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that expired the 31st right. or the 26th, and there's and stuff now, that had to be extended. Right, and now yeah. we've got that back. So that, mm-hmm. that was just, you know, hell time. And mm-hmm. now there's a little more hope. There's that dull roar, and it's moving forward. And we've had yeah. time to reflect, to breathe a little bit, and see, okay, we're still here, we're still in this situation. But the fuck do we do? Yep. From here. We've tried this, that, or the other. Your mental health isn't gonna change like that, you know, and like for someone like myself with already, you know, mental health issues, I guess, problems, whatever you wanna fucking label it is. You have to work through it. It just doesn't end because the world quiets down a little bit and I'm going to say a little bit because I'm not saying a lot a little bit we've Mm -hmm. we've taken one factor of of horse shit like with the election finally chilling out yeah and And, election cycles are that way anyways but this was like a whole other walloping horrible time and I mean it was was. so you take that out you know there's still everything else that we touched on which this is what, that's that's really the meat of this episode, but I think it's really important just to circle back like we did. But the meat of this episode is definitely more where are we, what can we do, and what helps and what doesn't, and moving forward. Yay, summary. <laughs> so, you know, personally... You know, we for for both of us, we kind of we wanted to talk about what worked, what's worked for us. Yeah, because I know we've both really, and we've talked about it, put in a lot of work on personal growth, mental health, and mm-hmm. it, even for us, recording that episode was that was a hard look into. We've I mean, we talk about it, and yeah. then we'll go, yeah, but we're all right, we're mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. And that's probably one of the most damning things is doing the, you're not fine. Yeah. Because I'm not, shit's not, mm-hmm. but we keep going, which I'm not saying give up, but finding that we realized we really had to start, you know, doing something. Yeah. And not just going this, it's fine, it, I'm going to get through it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Because that's when you start flinging everything into, you know, your, the subconscious. And that breaks down mental health. Yep, it does. It does. But yeah, we've had um, we've had a lot that we've, like you said, we've worked through. Um, now, for you, stuff that you're dealing with, what what did you do and what did work for you? Well, I know in the last one, I definitely talked about um, my issue with suicide, mm-hmm. um, and that has been an odd companion since I was about 11 years old. That's the first time that I thought about it, attempted it, um, which is fucked up for an 11-year-old. And that was the closest I had come to 
early 2000s where, mm-hmm. you know, I did have to go into a facility um, and, and pretty much got almost, I was pretty much dead for a second. Um, and it was this kind of constant companion that would come up, you know, where I'd think about it, you know, at least once a year or something, you know. And it was always based on when's the shit going to stop. And the last one scared the shit out of me because that's the mm-hmm. closest I had come in a very, very long time. Since since I've been clean, which is going to be 10 years in July, that is the closest I've come to actually pulling something out to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, since uh, I got clean. Because when I was using drugs, it was like our fucking hack and slash, let's figure it out, time to go. Mm-hmm. You know, higher tax, doing too many drugs, going fuck it, you know, and seeing what would happen. That has ceased. Now, I to do that, it was a lot of therapy. It mm-hmm. was, you know, normally with my uh, doctor, who's great. Um, he knows my background. I trust him. That's one thing with a therapist. Side note, find somebody you can trust. And not every therapist is right for... No. I've, I had to go through a shitload. I've been in therapy since I was in second grade, um, which on a different episode will go, I think, more into different types mm-hmm. of mental health and, and you know, issues and things yeah. like that. So I'm not going to go down my laundry list of what the fuck's wrong with my head because there's a lot. Uh, <laughs> but again, it's being able to laugh at yourself. Like, I know yeah. I got all this shit wrong with me. But it's putting in the time. It's putting in the work. And it's... You know you don't want to actually die when it scares the shit out of you. Yeah. And really, for me, it's, it's you know, that, that age old, I just want the shit to stop. So for me, one thing that has pulled me through and what I started doing religiously that I had not done for quite a while because I was just shut the fuck down and in this just kind of fuck it mode and everything just seemed screwed, is music. Music has gotten me through since I was very, very, very young. And it was listening to music. It didn't matter what the situation, their songs, there's there's a playlist for whatever I need. I mean, granted, I'm, I stick to pretty much, you know, I'll, I'll listen to a lot of diverse stuff, but it's rap, hard rock, metal, punk, you know, and mm-hmm. there's different things you know, songs and, and artists that I'll listen to depending if I need, you know, a boost or, or if I need to get going, yeah. if I'm sitting on my ass. But for me, when it comes to mental health, it's not, one thing I love about music is you can relate to it. Yeah. You know you're not alone. You might not be in the room with that band at a live show, but you can turn it on. And these will all be up on this site. There's three for me. And I, I mean, I've got a shitload, mm-hmm. you know, because I listen to a lot of music. But as far as mental health goes, and, and a couple of these, two of them are, you know, newer, relevant, so something you guys can check out. These will be up on the site under the archives, just to kind of see what works for me. Now, all these are based on mental health. Um, so the first one that I have been basically listening to, all three of these on repeat through this, when I start to go down the rabbit hole of, you know, my head being like, fuck you. Mm-hmm you know, on, on life and what's going on and just, you know, my head hammering at me that I'm not doing enough or, you know, yeah. I'm stuck, that kind of thing. And what the fuck is wrong with me and, and am I ever going to get out of this rabbit hole? And just going down that spiral is um, The Search by NF. For me, that was 2020. Mm-hmm. That song, start to finish, that was, that was 2020 for me. 
And it was the constant having to pull myself up by my bootstraps and going, God damn it, come on, let's go. And I would throw that fucking song on and I would just blare it and I would put it on repeat. And it was like, to be able to relate is massive. And that's what I love about music. Uh, The second one uh, would be Headache by Motionless and White. That song is very much relatable to me in how my head works mm-hmm. on how you're in a, in a battle with the self for mental health some days I think I'm great other days I think I'm, I'm the biggest piece of shit in the world and I'm the devil and I go back and forth on am I okay am I not okay and being able to pull these songs up listen to them it's another one that was on repeat and I'll feel better because again it's the I'm not alone other people feel this way and and that one's all focusing on the inner workings of the mind and how to get out and just wanting to be fine, being sick of being stuck and the battles that one goes through where it's a back and forth. And the last one, I kept it to three, one that that I had listened to for a long time um, was by Audio Slave, Show Me How to Live. Now, as a pagan... um, it's one of those where, okay, I'm put here, I'm here, I'm with the universe, what the fuck am I doing here? Mm-hmm. You know, and if you pull up the lyrics, you listen to that song, what he's doing is trying to, to figure out what the fuck he's here for, is it worth it, and, and, and can he get some fucking answers? You know, and I've had those yeah. moments of what, especially a year of hanging out with my own head, I don't like hanging out with my own head. That's why I do therapy. That's why I was mm. My own head is, is, is my own enemy. And in that audio slave song, Show Me How to Live, it is that lifelong battle of give me a fucking sign, man, to get me through. Yeah. Now, out of those three artists, unfortunately, due to mental health, Cornell did commit suicide. Yep. Which I already had to think about it today. I already talked about it today to myself because I get really choky. I get teary-eyed. That band has gotten me through shit since I was very, very, very young. Um, And it's sad to see someone who has put out so much music on mental health and their journey to lose the battle. Oh, yeah. Not to get really dark, you know, and low, but but it happens. But... It doesn't mean that that can't help you. And I think knowing oh. that he put out so much music that we can, you know, that can help. And for, you know, it's, uh, you know, he, he left us with that song. And it's the same thing with Chester Bennington, mm-hmm. with Linkin Park. Same, you know, same thing. And I know they were, you mm-hmm. know, they were close. And um, it, it really, um, they do. I mean, it's hard, and it's hard to listen to those songs, especially when you hear them slowed down. You know, Linkin Park, not to deviate too much on the music, but Linkin Park, I mean, their stuff, like when I was growing up, I was like, mm, okay, I'm not that crazy about it. There was something about the music itself mm-hmm. that I got tired of hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he slows down, when he does, like, if it's acoustic, whether it's just, you know, him, they have videos of him, somebody's mm-hmm. playing piano and he's singing. And you really listen to it, and he's not screaming it. And you can hear, hear it's the, like hear the holy words. shit. Mm-hmm. And you know that last one, and that last album that he did with one more light. You know that was like the final cry. But that song, 
is so, so important. It Absolutely. Really is. It's yes. a big one. And that's the thing with Show Me How to Live. I mean, you know, Cornell may not be with us anymore, but he left us with a lot of material to pull through. Oh, yeah. And the artists that have passed, whether, you know, they, you know, they took their own lives, whether it's Odisa, anyway, you know, whether they're here with us or not, they've left us with music to get us through. I mean, it's not for everybody, but for me, that's my lifeline. The other thing that I did is um, I meditate, Uh and I had kind of quit, I laid laid off the meditation. Um, And that helps with, uh, I don't sleep, I have heinous insomnia. PTSD, uh, panic disorder, I could go on and on and on. Uh, it, gets, it gets fucking weird. Um, and for me, meditation not only slows down my breathing, it allows me to, and it takes time, and it's, it's not, you know, you have to not beat the self up, and it's getting out of the head, just getting the breathing cycles down, and there's a lot of guided ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, one app that I really like um, and for me, it's worth the investment. It's it's a little, I think it's with taxes, it's a little under $80 a year. I believe there is a free trial. It's called Calm. It's an yes. all-in-one. I love it. They actually have, I mean, not that most people fly, you know, well, not most people. People are, there's not as many people flying nowadays. They actually had it on planes. Really? Uh, I saw that, yeah, the last time, which would have been a year ago that I was on an airplane. Uh, more than a year ago now, which is weird for my nomadic <laughs> ass. Um, it was on there, but it has uh, different sleep stories because sometimes we just want to hear somebody else talk and tell us a nice, you know, tell a story. And there's a mm-hmm. ton on there, um, different guided meditations. There's mm-hmm. courses on how to meditate, um, working through different difficult emotions. There's series. Uh, there's also ones. Uh, there's a lot of music on there for whether or not you're meditating, whether you're trying to sleep, whether you want to calm down. Um, just from any kind of, you know, just really wired state. And they also put up new daily meditations that are 10 minutes every day. Now, mm-hmm. that's what I do. I have slacked off on that. That helps. I do mine at mm-hmm. night. Um, and that helps me just kind of go whatever's rambling around in my head at night, because that's when all our demons like to come out, mm-hmm. is I can then process and go through. And you can favorite, you oh, yeah. favorite them, you can save them. Um, and they have a lot of great sounds for backgrounds, that kind of thing. So, I mean, that app's probably like, yeah, thanks for the promo. Um, there's also <laughs> two other ones to check out. Now, these ones are free. Um, I mean, I'm, you, I'm assuming you can um, you can upgrade both of them. Uh, My Life Meditation and Mindfulness. And that one is, it's kind of a jump start in the medication. Medication, not medication. Meditation <laughs> can replace medication. Fuck it, that was a screw up, but I think we'll leave it in there. Um, and I looked at that one, and it's, it's you know, you, it'll schedule, you know, activities for you, how to meditate, kind of give you that jump start. Um, it also has check-ins on how That's you cool. feel, so you can check in, see how That's you're really feeling, neat. track your progress. Um, and then another one that I saw that I thought was really cool, this is one that I need to look into more, it's called Better Me meditation and sleep now that one works with your chakras how to balance your chakras also there's different sections in that app one is devoted to anxiety one's devoted to distress um and another is for sleep and another for learning meditation 
So those three songs will be uploaded for you and also those three apps. So you guys can click around, look on those uh, in the archives and that'll be up once this is, uh, the episode's up. But so that's honestly what's gotten me through. I wasn't listening to music, I wasn't meditating. And then now I've constantly, I mean, you've come in here, it's been different, the atmosphere's been different. Mm -hmm. I I got music on all the time. You know, and it's it's kind of whatever mood I'm in. Yeah. You know? Um, and I, I think I even said today, like, hey, you feeling okay? <laughs> well, you know? Is it a shitty day? I don't know. It's kind of dark out. You want to like, listen to some, like, to some music. fuck yeah, let's yeah. go tunes before we get this started. You know, I don't want to take up too much on it, but for me, music, meditation. Yeah. That's what's worked, um, and that's what's going to go up for you guys. Um, that That's what's really, you know, pulled my ass kind of out of the out of the toilet, which has allowed me to then, you know, do some yoga and other shit like that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, for myself, yes. <clears throat> I mean, you, it's... You time, you time. I took <laughs> up a lot of time there. It's fine. Um, the biggest thing for us, um, really, and it's, it's continued, it has. It's the same issue that it has been. You know, it's, again, I mean... I hate to sound like a broken record, but it is my life. You'll hear it if you listen nonstop. It is my life. I am a mom first and foremost, and that's basically what the whole thing is. But life and, is a broken record. But it seriously, um, it's a cycle. But what I have to like with Carson school, school is basically the same. The only thing that is actually changing is they're going back. Like the schools are going back February first mm-hmm. to doing sports, which they kind of miss the basketball thing. But see, we missed basketball. Um, you know, we didn't do it this year. That was hard, um, not having anything to do, anywhere to go. So not only is it just my own personal stuff, and I think a lot of people do relate to it as parents, you know, or as somebody maybe who's a caretaker. You know, mm-hmm. if you're taking care of a child, if you're taking care of maybe an adult with disabilities or, you know, anybody, anything, um, not being able to take that person somewhere not being able to do the normal activities you're not just responsible for yourself you're responsible for them too and making sure they have the happiness and there's part you know they talk about kids like how they struggle right mm-hmm. now and we talked about that a lot last episode mm-hmm. you know the children are struggling um just like we're struggling and it's mm-hmm. kind of funny because it's like a oh they're talking about how kids are really struggling right now well no shit everybody's struggling right now and kids right. are no exception to that i mean they're not able to do as much as they normally do well, and I think that's where when I said life's a broken record, it doesn't mean you can't change the fucking record. You know, oh, I just, yeah. but I think with, you know, what we, how you had put it, I think is perfect because, you know, you're not a broken record because this hasn't stopped yet. No. You can change the tune if it's hi-fi. Woohoo! You can upgrade <laughs> that record to hi-fi and maybe, I don't know, you know, make some alterations <laughs> on there, throw the goddamn record out and buy a new copy. I don't know, or a different copy, but... Again, stupid analogy, maybe, but there really isn't an option to throw a new record on right now. So I don't think there's any need to apologize for sounding like a broken record. That's all I needed to say, (laughs) you know, but then I go off into analogy land. It's it's the curse of the fucking writer. But But anyway, a lot of. You got a lot going on. A lot of, um, you know, for us, so it's the biggest issues right now, um, and well, what we went through you know, was not having any physical activity outlet. Um, I mean, you can go outside somewhat, but when it's 30 degrees and, you know, it's okay for a little bit, but if you don't have any snow, 
Like, what the fuck is your child supposed to do? I mean, just, you know, there, there's a lot that shut down right now, period. Right. Um, and then, you know, that movement. And then, I hate to say it, but, you know, if you don't have, like, an open place where you can just go. For me, I am a person, and it's funny because of the living situation that we have. I am actually a pretty private person. Like, I like to mm-hmm. be able to have my space, my mm-hmm. little crab shell that I can go back well, into. Yeah. And, you know... Just kind of, you know, hibernate in there. I like to have that space and have time for myself to be able to, okay, I got to breathe now. Because if I don't have that, I'm not going to be able to get my life in order in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a crap thing. Yeah, it is. And so, you know, it's funny because I don't, and part of that too is not just going within. It's stepping out somewhere and having that breath of fresh air and like, okay, I don't have a million things buzzing around me. Well, we do, you know, with our living situation, but it, you know, it is what it is. And I'm grateful for what I have. That's one thing that I've really had to do because I'll be honest, that was one of my biggest problems. It's too much overstimulation, too much going on. And Mm -hmm. I've taken a lot of everything else around me. It's just something some people do that. And that's the way that I am. And so with all the heaviness, all the shit that we went through, it's taking on everything. And um, I had to just kind of literally do less. And I think that's something that a lot of people need to learn to do. Mm -hmm. You may have a sink full of dishes. You may have shit laying everywhere. You may have stuff that you have to attend to. But if it's not an emergency, you can just kind of breathe for a second. Right. Breathe. Relax, you know, now for me too, and you know, it doesn't matter what religion you are. I mean, you can be any religion. We don't judge here. As long as you're not a dick to other people, be whatever the fuck you want to be. We've Absolutely. talked about that before. Yeah, you mean, yeah, do it. Do whatever you want. Just and that's like we were talking about the, um, you know, meditation, stuff like that. Even just talking, you know, whether you're praying, whether you're just putting it out there, I'm grateful for. If I can't fall asleep at night, if I'm really having one of those nights, I just sit there and I'm like... You know, thank you. I'm appreciative. I'm grateful for what I have. And I list what I'm grateful for. And I go over in my head. Right. And it does actually help me fall asleep. Oh, gratitude almost is... every time. Gratitude is great. And that is, um, not to interject, but part of what I do in my meditations. Mm-hmm. And I'll have a moment of silence before I go into a guided one. I'm not good enough not to be guided. But it is having that gratitude. And for you, you're, an ag- you're agnostic. Yeah. Yeah, I so, just kind of go whatever it one day I'm And in the spiritual realm, you know, you yeah. can have that spirituality sense, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, you know. No, it's I mean, I'm a perpetual agnostic. Like I go back and forth. Like sometimes I'm a believer in things and sometimes I'm like, What the fuck is anything? It's all right. nothing. You know, and it's so but I basically circle around this, you know, there's something out there, you know, whatever mm-hmm. topic for a different day. But yeah, again, I, I basically stay or hover around the middle and, you know, I have my own personal weird mm-hmm. beliefs and that's fine. But of a course, lot of it is just that's, that's, putting that stuff out there that, you know, the gratitude. And that's like you said with the meditations. I mean, mm-hmm. people do that stuff and it's it's good to be aware, to get get in your head, to get out of your head at the same time if that makes any sense oh absolutely you know it does it does help you get out of your own head and honestly it'll put a smile on your face yeah because you know i'll do that and think and go it'll be something little but it'll be like damn you know we had a really good dinner we had some really good laughs you know your your husband was playing around with you know carson's (laughs) 
you know, little Woody toy, you know, from Toy, toy Story. Toy Story. Yeah, let's specify that. Out. <laughs> oh, God. And he was making him do these weird puppet shows. And it, it was, it was, it was just it's freaking me out. It's hysterical. But, we were laughing, but, but was, oh, yeah. That was kind of, you know, it was a fun night, you know, we're yeah. just hanging out. And it was one of those things, is, you know, that I'm grateful, you know, for friends. And for us, you know, you know we're, yeah. we're family. Absolutely. Not blood, but, you know, and you, you all know what we're talking about. Yeah. But, you know, it's just having those little things. And then it puts a smile on your face. And before that, mm-hmm. I was having a shit-ass day. Oh, yeah. You know? And it automatically turns it around. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And those laughs. And, you know, for me... You know, I am fortunate enough to do, you know, I have my husband. I do have my kid because at the end of the day, I have those people that I can say, okay, you know, um, they're there. They're there. And, you know, you do have to be there for them too, but they're there for you. And he's with that laughter, geez. I mean, he's he's nuts, but <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's a good time. But that's the whole thing is, you know, like we talked about, we went through shit just like just like NF says, dealing with some things like every human being. Mm-hmm. And it is really, uh, <laughs> it's been very um, confusing, a time where everybody's oh. been lost. And that's what we talked about is Did you just being do the okay understatement too. of 2020? <laughs> very <laughs> much yeah. so, yeah. But it, it is, it's sometimes you just have to breathe and you just have to say, okay, and move on from that. And it is okay. To feel that way, to feel that confusion, to feel lost. Yes, there is that. You know, because we are going to feel lost. We are going to feel confused. Um, as a creative, uh, for me, it's, and it doesn't have to be creative. It be a project you're working on. It could be, you know, if you're, you know, writing code and, and that's something you enjoy, you know, and that's a project. You know, yeah. you're starting up something. You know, I don't know shit about code, so forgive me, you know, anybody out there that <laughs> likes code, but... You know, creating something with a code, you know, mm. a project. Because I My think dream. a lot of us all started out in this, yeah, I am so right-brained. I can't even remember if it's right or left. I think right-brained is, is where we're in creative yes. la-la land. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I got to look it up every time. That's how you know I'm fully right-brained and, and can't even figure out how to do fucking TikTok. That's why you've taken that over, uh, which is awesome. Anyway, I'm diverting, but... You know, one of the things that I really had to chill out with and had some discussions you know with some some friends of mine is sure we've got all this shit set up good shit shit like quarantine center oh i'll be able to do this do that this sucks we're going to miss out on this and then it's if you don't deal with it if you don't not deal with it if you don't do it Mm -hmm. you beat yourself up Oh, like, oh, damn, I, yeah. I didn't do that project. Or, oh, shit, I made a list. We're big listers. Oh, big time. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm fucking OCD as shit. You know, and it's it's getting a list done, and I'm going to do this, this, and this. And even in my own personal writing, it was, I'm going to do this every week. And then it, it's not a thing. Oh, no. And then I beat the shit out of myself, and I really had to get over that. And it was in one of the um, pages I follow. Uh, and it was a, a pagan site, you know, because being pagan, you know, more more, more towards the occultist uh, realm of things, uh, just because it's open to everything. Um, but uh, one of the high priestesses had said, you know, because you, you can do rituals for the new moon, full moon, uh, Sabbaths, that kind of thing. If you don't feel it, don't 
do it. You don't have to do it. If you don't want to do a full moon ritual, if you don't want to do a banishment ritual on a new moon, don't. You can't manifest when you don't feel like it, and no. it's okay. And that meant, and that meant a great deal for me, because I could go. Oh, thank God, because I have a list. God damn it. It's the new moon coming up. I have a fucking list. I don't want to do this. I don't feel like reading this shit out loud. I don't feel like setting it on fire because that's part of it. We set shit on fire or we tear it up in little pieces. Uh, if you can't have fire, I'm not saying go burn shit in your home, uh, especially the new apartment. Um, but it gave me that validation that I could not. And it was okay. And that bled over into if I have a project and I have a day where I go, you know what? I don't want to do it. I just don't feel like it. I feel like shit today. I don't want to do it. That's okay. Yeah, because if you keep pushing that and you beat yourself up and let's say you push yourself to do the project, it comes out like shit. It's half-assed. You're going to be pissed off. You're going down that hole, rabbit hole. Terrible. You know, that that's going to lead to anger, you know, which will eventually lead to depression. Now, not putting it, feeling like you have to do something, that puts a lot of pressure on it. It stifles yep. creativity. It does. And that causes, a, Just... you know, a lot of depression as well. It's mm-hmm. like, why can't I do this? Why can't I do this? I'm trying, I'm trying. What I do is... There'll be days where I'm like, God damn it, I don't feel like doing that. And what I'll do is I'll get my ass up. I'll sit in front of my computer. Like if I'm going to write or work on something, I'll give it 15 minutes. If I'm still pissed off or just like, nah, then I stop. But sometimes just getting up. Then it's just like rapid fire, and the next yeah. thing I know, two hours have gone by. So I think the main takeaway of that is, it's not gone forever. You feel they no. don't feel like doing it. If if you really don't feel like doing it, fuck it. Like the dishes, put it exactly. off till the next day. Well, I've done it. I I've had like you know shit in the sink, and and I'm, we're both very clean people, probably to an obsessive level. Um, we and it's and dude, that's how dinners, you know. Dinners. Oh yeah, it's you wanna, before you, you even them? before we even eat, shit has to be cleaned up and God. wiped down and put away. Oh, everybody else and then, is eating, even yes, if we have people over. Yes, it's that's the way that it is. But, but it's but how we're our, comfortable. That's right, and that's you know. But then again, too, you know, that's again how you know. Like, hey, if I'm really like you know just. I have to, I'm having that back off moment. I'm doing it for my mental health. If there's fucking shit on my table and it's sitting there, I'm like, oh, fuck this. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Well, it's just like our damn list. The li- We I made know, a list we, the other day, know, a shared list. Ooh, and we've got shared notes now. I've got so much shit in Oh, I was reading over this. I'm like, oh my god, because we gotta clean it up for we sure. Do. We and do. We're big listers, but we are. But like that note that I shared with you the other day, uh-huh. I got maybe. I mean, we got some of it done. Yeah. I did some of mine. We did most of ours. We actually yeah. knocked the hell well, out I of got that. Some of this shit done on mine. Yeah, but I mean, the there's stuff that I didn't get to do, and I'm like, you know what? It can wait. Right. It can wait because I can't overwhelm myself or bombard myself with it. Right. And I can. I sure as hell can't beat myself up about it. And you know, we do it with. 
MCR. Yeah. We have a list. We have a plan of what we're going to do, and we can only do so much. And you would think, the thing is, you would think that with quarantine, with everything that we're having to do, staying, you know, in our bubble, right? that we would be able to knock so much shit out. It is not that way. People, it's the being in this situation for so long. People are just fried mentally Mm -hmm. and it's like you're like a fucking zombie walking around Mm -hmm. and you know people people are just really really burned the hell out from the whole situation and that's where we talked about not beating yourself up about it that's my biggest problem is that I do not you know I've really had to work on that you know not beating the hell out of myself for not finishing something you know, you have to be able to forgive yourself if you don't meet those expectations. You just do. And how do you do that? Because I'm shit at that. And I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now where beating themselves up, forgiving themselves, that that's some new things that I'm working on now. See, for me, this is, this is the way that I look at these situations now, the way that I have to. I've gotten a lot better at it. Um, sometimes you are going to fuck up at say your job you can make a mistake now there are people you know that you can be around sometimes they you know they're like it's not the end of the world you know sometimes there are people that are that way and sometimes you have to be that person for yourself because everybody else around you is a neurotic wreck I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. say a dig but you know they're a wreck themselves because Mm -hmm. they're that bothered by it now obviously there's stuff that's you know a little bit more um important stuff that you know you make certain mistakes I mean yeah that's one thing but with Carson I look at my kid and I say okay is this the end is this really the end of the world okay if I don't if I don't have the house clean is it the end of the world am I teaching him more by not making sure everything is cleaned by not making sure you know yeah maybe his bed's not made it'll be okay he can pick it up later on And if I don't have everything done, am I teaching him more by making sure everything gets done before bedtime? Or am I teaching him more by breathing and saying, it's okay, you can't do everything when you can't do everything? Same thing like if you snap at your kid, it's gonna happen. And I hope that every parent that's out there knows that you're gonna snap, you're gonna freak out, you're gonna lose your shit on your kid at some point. And sometimes you look like you're fucking nuts. Sometimes you'll be a dick, sometimes you'll be an asshole. You're not perfect. Just because you become a parent doesn't mean that you're perfect. And you are gonna end up losing your shit and you have to take that breath, go walk away for a minute and say, okay, you know, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it because one, your kids are going to have to learn. They're going to have to deal with people because people make mistakes all the time. They're going to have to learn how to deal in those situations. They Mm -hmm. are. I'm not saying, you know, be a dick to your kid all the time, but if you do make mistakes, you have to be able to breathe. You Mm -hmm. have to be able to say it's okay. Now you do have to be able to apologize for your actions. That's part of it. But again, you're teaching your kids and others around you too, hey, I can make a mistake, it's okay. As long as I don't make mistakes, and that's air quotes all the time, and think, you know, sorry, he's gonna cut it. Mm -hmm. Because there are people that are like that. Um, You really have to learn that you're not teaching anybody else. Because I'm sure you're this way. I think most people are this way. 
you can look at somebody and say, yeah, that's fine that you're doing this. That's fine that you, you know, make this mistake or it's fine that you don't do this or it's fine that you have an outburst or it's fine you have this. And then you don't apply that to yourself. That same thing no. like with self-esteem. You know, people do that all the time. They're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. You know, it's not a big deal. But then you hold yourself to a higher expectation. Mm-hmm. And it really, um, again, that's where with me I have to look at him and say he's really watching me. And I really want him to learn that it's not the end of the world. Because when I watch him beat himself up, it's awful. You know, and you don't want, you want to teach your children that it's okay to make mistakes. It is. And so that's, again, for me, that's my driving force. Now, it could be for other people that you're an example for other people. Um, but it's not the end of the world if you make those mistakes. And, I mean, there's a, there's a whole other you know, conversation for another day in regards to, you know, the politics, the way everything is handled. But if you look at everybody with that, like truly look at everybody with that lens, you know, we talk about loving yourself and all that. You have to love yourself before you love anyone else. You have to be able to forgive yourself before you can forgive anybody else. You really do. Definitely. Well, I'm going to have to to work on that one a lot more. I'll be going, wait, how'd you do that again? (laughs) Shit. I'm still mad because I, you know, at myself because, you know, somebody <laughs> side-eyed me and laughed at me and made a shit-ass comment and I asked them what the fuck they were laughing at and then they, like, beat myself up for four hours, which, you know, they're dicks, you know? And I was oh. like, what the fuck are you laughing about? And I'm like, shit, I've done so much work on myself for years to not do that. And but. to instead of go back and be like, hey, I just wonder what you guys thought was so funny. Mm-hmm. And... That's actually not funny to laugh at somebody and shake your head and say, I don't know what that was, and dehumanize someone. Me? Yeah, I can take it. Other people, you're going to hurt a lot of people doing that. I could have stopped and did that. Mm -hmm. Instead, you know, this, you know, middle-aged, ignorant fucks, I guess, will go into my go-ahead-and-punk logic, did the walk by what I just described, you know, laugh. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was and head shake. And I just turned around and I just said, what the fuck are you laughing at? And I embarrassed the shit out of myself. And I also scared the fucking shit out of myself because I just regressed years. I mean, I fucked up like that a couple of oh, yeah. times, but that used to be the regular for me. Like when we were talking about mm-hmm. an individual individuality, not being the bully. Mm-hmm. I have done so much work on myself to not pop off on a hair trigger. And it has been many years. I can think of one other time um, in Seattle when I was back over there. It had moved there. I was going back and forth from there there to New York. So probably like six years ago. Mm-hmm. Some lady told her kid in a stroller walking by me. And I was, you know, looking like myself, mm-hmm. which I've described a million times. And you've seen me, so I don't have to explain that. She looked at the kid and goes, that lady's mean. And I turned around and I go, bitch, I'm having a good day. (laughs) And I've never seen a woman run with a stroller so fast in my fucking life. Oh, God, that's funny. And that was the last one I could think of. And even then I was just like, oh, shit, you know. But I was also like, whatever, the bitch had it coming. She's, you know, being a dick. And she's, you know, passively aggressive talking shit to maybe a two-year-old in a $2,000 stroller with a fucking play smartphone. So I'm like, fuck you. 
go eat some GMOs and feel bad about your life because I guarantee you the fake, you know, oh, GMOs are bad. I don't eat GMOs, but the joke after that was go, you know, suck on some GMOs and go fuck yourself, you know. Because, yeah, they're just fake-ass motherfuckers, you know. And while, yeah. And that was a tangent. But, you know, that, and after that, that was when I realized I really had to start checking myself because my snap reaction after being clean for about four years Mm -hmm. was to turn around and be like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Mm -hmm. Versus what I do now where I can, you know, address it and go, hey, what was that? Not cool. Mm -hmm. You know, so here I am in a mall. I can never go into Belk ever again. We're going to have which, to park in a different spot. Yeah, we're going to have mall. to go into a different spot because I was right in the entrance and I'm like, damn, it's like the perfume county, you know, Max right there, shit. You know, and the store people in the store are like, oh, God, it's it's the like this woman and all, you know, black looking, got a psycho, and she just hollered at this older couple that were laughing at her what the fuck are you laughing at it was like dead quiet everything nothing moved and I really and I got you know I had a lot of shit to do and I spent fucking like five hours beating the shit out of myself over it yeah and I mean again don't get me wrong I mean you can argue that yeah maybe that's not the best move yeah, and I mean it, but it's at the same time too you know you get but that's the whole thing you will I mean, fuck up you are gonna it's gonna happen mm-hmm. i mean it is we're all gonna have those lash outs we're all gonna have those you know those moments it's knowing though when it's you know maybe out of control mm-hmm. you know for some people if it's happening all the time that's a really good sign that maybe you need to go get that help. help for it yeah. and you know and that's something you know like i see my therapist via zoom i just smacked the mic it probably sounded weird um <laughs> You know, that's something that I'll bring up to them. And that's mm-hmm. things that I run by my therapist. You know, I mean, I got on the phone with you right away. Like, oh, damn, dude. Yeah. I, just, I just did this shit. You know, but it's also and, not beating yourself up. But also, and it's, and it's not an excuse. But even though shit's gotten weird, we're still living in chaotic times. We've been yeah. cooped up. It's not an excuse to be a dick. No. You know, but also there are times where that hair trigger is going to come out and we're going to lose some of the work we've done because we're in a very weird and different situation. But again, going back to some, you know, not some, but those like uh, the songs that I referenced, Mm -hmm. that's it. That's the process. It's it's the fucking process of working on the self, not hating yourself. I went down the self-loathing path like, damn, the devil's still in there. I mean, there'll always be a little bit of you know, red in there. I mean, you know, I'm... But, you know, and that's the first thing that I texted you back. I asked you a little bit about it, and then I said, brush it off. We all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And again, that's just reminding yourself. But that's that's the process that I have to I have to tell myself that. But it's hard when you're your own worst enemy. It really is hard. It's a big work in progress. And in the shutdown, we have a lot of time, more Mm -hmm. time, to think about it. Yep. And that's that whole, I think what one of the things that you had brought up um, was, you know, I, you know, it, on that topic, we've we've gone over that, I think, in life in general, but in mm-hmm. these times, it's definitely amplified. Yes. You know? Oh, absolutely. But what one thing you had brought up when we were talking about this episode and, and brainstorming was um, loving yourself in the pause, in the mm-hmm. hard stop. Now, yep. I learned a lot from you on that, so I'm, I'm just going to shut up. 
Oh, no. No, you, I, no, I don't know. You're the guru really, on this, man. I'm shutting the fuck really, up and listening. I mean, this is for me. Well, I need it. But see, that's what's hard is like, I'll, just being honest, I mean, I can't say, yes, I love myself. I cannot sit here and say, yes, I love myself. And I know that sounds bad. I can't do it fully either, no. It's like there's always that point of hesitation. And yes. I, again, and I think that's part of it, too, you know, just like anything. That's it, humility, it, as long as you don't take yes, it too far. exactly. If and I'm like, I love myself. I'm the, I'm the, I'm a bad bitch. Fuck you. You know, <laughs> that's too far. Yeah. But for me, if I'm like, yes, I absolutely love myself, I, I kind of want to throw up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. You know, it feels egotistical it's, and weird. But I, I, I'm, I'm not there yet, but it's something we can do. I'm a hell of a lot better than I was 10 years ago than I was 20 years ago. But, yeah. you're again, I, I said I was going to shut up, and I, I haven't. But, I mean, again, that's, but, I mean, mainly that's what, you know, with, again, with the kid, with everything, you know, forgiving yourself when you don't meet those expectations, okay? So... You know, we talked about not meeting, not doing these projects. Like, say, you you have to step back. You have to step away. You know, say, you make mistakes. Say, you do whatever. It's it's still saying, yeah, okay, I've got worth. It may be, you know, that one little mistake doesn't mean that you don't have, um, you don't have that worth. You know, I guess self-worth. That's what I prefer to, because I... That's where it is, is if you're worth something. And that's how you get down, too. You get that depression, all of that. And when you say, hey, oh, absolutely. Everybody is. And I hate to say it, I mean, it people people get really uh, offended, but it is what it is. I mean, even people who've done horrid things, there's worth in there. You know, we're all a work in progress. We really are. And again, that's where. The hippie in me is love everybody and, you know, it's loving yourself. But it's not just love yourself is the first stepping stone. Love others is the next one. I view it as like a circle, basically. Mm-hmm. When you love others, that love will come back to you and then it goes back to others as well. It's kind of like a, like a little cycle there. And then so the self-love, the being able to love others... That circle, then that creates inner peace, which yes. you've spoken a lot on. Yep. So Absolutely. that's kind of that end end result. Yep. You've said this. I'm just I'm just telling you what you've told me. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm repeating, but maybe not. It's just because we've talked about it. You've already yeah, told me. a million it's, times. It's written on a whiteboard. It's written on notepad. It's written yes. on sheets of paper in front of us. But yeah. that that cycle, that circle, mm-hmm. that's what creates that inner peace, and also. I miss America. World peace. Mm. But oh, it is. all fucking is. bullshit laughter, you know, shit aside, I mm-hmm. think I just said shit three times in a row, whatever. Um, that is what, that's, that's, that's what does it. That's, and I think we're starting to see a little bit of that now. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, we're kind of, we're kind of moving along here, mm-hmm. um, progressing. I mean, things are still different. But I mean, they're unique. Yeah, <laughs> my mom. That's told a very me, nice way of putting that. Well, and I remember my mom told me that when I was young. She said, "I remember there was this one kid that used to pick on me all the time. I still remember his name. I can't say it. I had a pound puppy mm-hmm. that was I mechanical, but it had a little wire and it would like walk because I mean it was the yeah. fucking eighties. And a little shit came over and stomped on it. So I decked him. Oh, dick. 
I mean, I, I was an angry kid. I, I've been dealing with a lot of shit, but, but that's, that's kind of started the all the crap in my life and in what I have. Anyway, so I got to really, we'll, we'll bleep it out if I say his name, smash mm-hmm. my damn pound puppy. And, you know, that was kind of like, where the fuck was I going with that? Inner peace, love yourself, love others. Yeah, Smashing I, pound puppies. Yeah, and I hated that kid mm-hmm. for a long time. He smashed the fuck out of it. And because I decked him, I was in trouble. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I thought that everything was really unfair. Mm-hmm. And then I thought that I was this, like, really evil, you know, individual. And I carried that shit. I remember being on a softball team, which I mm-hmm. eventually, my dad was like, oh, fuck it, this poor kid can't play, play sports to save her life. And he pulled me off it. But I remember that kid, I held on to that for so fucking long and his mom mm-hmm. was trying to get me expelled and all this crazy shit and you know I'm diverting but you know I didn't love myself and it was then that I thought you know even as you know a young kid first or second grade I think it was second grade that's when you know my mental health had really deteriorated from being a bully well not being a bully from being bullied mm-hmm. um, and that was when I you know really flung my first punch and I'd had it and then I was the asshole and yep I see what you're it's, saying. It's that forgiveness of self. I went way off on that one. But it is, but it goes back to that too. And, you know, in dealing with that, you know, say two kids get into a fight at school. Okay. Um, yeah. You've got whoever started it. Who in the hell knows what's going on at home? And what if your kid or what if it was you that had that moment where you lost your shit? Mm-hmm. You know, you would want that person to have that same, you know, kind of, okay, let's look, let's not just automatically condemn, say, fuck them, fuck that person forever. You know, they've got their own shit going on. They've got their own stuff that's mm-hmm. going on. Um, you know, and that's, you really do have to find that. That does give you a sense of peace. It is a damn work in progress. Mm-hmm. But when you stop putting that pressure on others so much, you release that pressure off yourself a little bit too. You really Absolutely, do. yeah. It's just that taking that, that off and letting that that go, and I mean, shit. I still remember the kid's name, but I did remember feeling really bad that I was going to get in trouble, and really, it, it was more of a parental thing where the parents stepped in and was like, "This, you know, kid's a, a psychopath," and it was like, "Well, I'm I'm not. Like, he wrecked something, and I feel bad. Maybe I shouldn't have punched him." And then I quit punching people for a long time until I was <laughs> in uh, sixth grade. Yeah. Because I, I felt bad. So it yeah. gave me a break, you know, of like, fuck, I felt terrible. I beat the shit out of myself. And, and then I got beat up a lot more. And then after that, you know, it's all history. Now I'm diverting. But it is that self-love. It's loving others, even if they smash your pound puppy. And especially in situations now where there's so much heat and anxiety to... Mm-hmm. Again, not spout off at the mall like I did, which, God forbid, I go into a fucking mall, which is just a weird zone for me because I'm antisocial as shit. (laughs) But then to have those reflective moments. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And look back at that. And, I mean, it's it's just, it's a work in progress. It is. We all are. We Mm -hmm. all are a work in progress. And it it doesn't matter who you are, you know. And and there's plenty of people I look at them and go, man, you're a fucking dick. You racist, homophobic fuck. But they're a work in progress. They are. We if are. you allow them to be. So yes. tell them to go fuck themselves in the mall like I did. Go back and educate. Maybe it'll sink in. Maybe it won't. But 
there's that. We're getting off the mental health topic. So, back on. Back on what we're doing now. Right. And, you know, we went what we're doing and kind of, you know, there's a few things to hit on. And hopefully we, we still have your attention. Hello. Good morning. New Good section. evening. Whatever. No, don't. Don't. Don't leave. Don't leave. Come back. Um, we're going to just hit a couple things that that stopped and where we're at. So, for me, being the nomad, mm-hmm. the, you know, having that wanderlust, we used to go for walks all the time. Yeah. It's one, it's fucking cold. Yeah, that's what really yeah. So stops that's everything. out. And, and normally this time of year I get bummed out. I don't like Valentine's Day. I think it's this Hallmark holiday that makes people, you know, feel bad. You know, it, it creates also a lot of angst and anger mm-hmm. and depression and all kinds of bullshit over this stupid fucking, you know, little, little flying fat half-naked baby that shoots arrows into people, which is pretty twisted, you know. And you got to, like, hand out cards for the fucker. And then, you know, St. Valentine's Day, the saint got his fucking head chopped off for that doing hand ties. The whole thing, thing is, is bullshit. Just bleh, bleh. Hallmark jumped on it, which, oops, sorry, Hallmark, fuck you. Um, you know, in every goddamn jewelry store, anything you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And it makes people feel terrible, which is actually why we released this on Valentine's Day. Yes, that's right. Is, is hey, here, listen to this. You I'm know, dead serious. We need to start the Halloween thing for the people who can't stand it. Who oh, like yeah, you had the idea of that changing is it a, to Halloween. No, but that is a thing that's been going on. I mean, you can find, like, Halloween Valentine cards online. Okay, now I'm down with that. So it's, that's... It's badass. There's a couple bloggers that have actually made, like, school-like Valentine cards. So next year. That are, yeah. Because yeah, we were, we were, we were, we'll do it next year because this year we were, we, were we launched. This. And yeah. that was, we did that because we wanted to... Put something out that diverted from that holiday because let's face it, a lot of, you know, whether we're alone, we're in relationships, whatever, it's already a lot of stress. A lot of us are feeling like shit. And honestly, I can't think of anyone, and maybe it's just the circles I've ran in, that said they liked that holiday. I think it's, I know people that do, you Mm -hmm. know, and I know people that despise it. Now, for me, I don't, like, despise it, think it's the worst thing in the world. Um, There's a lot of it that's annoying as hell. Um, The good thing with it that I think, um, and I don't want to get too far off topic, but the thing that I really think is good about it is I asked somebody before, I was in, like, a bank in Michigan, and I asked them, I said, do you do anything, you know, for um, Valentine's Day? It was the banker, and he said, no, I prefer to show my love every day of the year. And I was like, okay, bite my fucking head off over it. I just asked a simple question, Dick. But um, he was, the thing is, it's sometimes we do so much in life, and we just Mm -hmm. go non-fucking stop that it's good to kind of at least like have that metaphorical tap on the shoulder like hey maybe you should tell somebody in your life that you love them doesn't have to be a relationship but Mm -hmm. they it's been made all about relationships and rings and Mm -hmm. roses and shit but i like like personal sweet things that's what i like is the sentimental stuff right and that's where it's good but if you let the monetary shit get in the way though Sometimes, sometimes. But you, lately, you, I you're a very been. humble. You're a very humble being. But Valentine's Day is a day where you can do more, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Where you can really yeah. show that, and it's 
Not that you can't show it any day of the week, but it's but exciting. For, you enjoy it. Well, for other people, it's again, it's like that tap on the, it's that reminder. Right. You slow it down a little bit. Don't forget to tell this person you love them. Because we do that in relationships and in life. it's a, it's a good life. reminder. It you is. Know? Sure. I can see the day. Is that, I'm, I'm like the guy in the bank. Um, <laughs> he wasn't asked to me, though. I, well, I, I, I'll, I I'll never be, forget. I and that's, be, I wouldn't say that to somebody. If somebody because, said that to me, I'd just go, you know, I'm kind of the Grinch of Valentine's Day, but I hope you have a good one. Man, yes. like rock on, you know. I'm, I'm probably. But know. I have to love him, right? Yeah, I still remember. You know, it's those things you remember. I was like, "Fuck." Hey, it's do. like the kid that stepped on my pound uh-huh. pump. You'll exactly. never forget. So for the nomad and wanderlust, you know, I mean, Valentine's Day got got you know slipped in there because a lot of people go out. Mm-hmm. I don't. I hide on on major holidays. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go out. I don't want to deal with. You know, I, I'm antisocial. I don't know. Um, and it's hard in winter to go out. Everything that normally you know we've talked about uh, mm-hmm. shows, yep. entertainment, that's all shut down. Uh, going for walks, that's and I think so. What the hell does a nomad do? Well, for you know car rides. Yes. You know it's, it's, it's I'll get in the car and I'll drive. Yeah. You know, yesterday was six hours in the car mainly because I still can't figure out where the fuck anything is here. So you know I ended up driving around aimlessly for six hours and going through like half a tank of gas, which is fun because what did I get to do? listen to music yeah absolutely you know, and 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 that was that was great so you know i can still get those drives in now i know another thing that got pulled was i know because you guys are big into sports yes whether it's we do you know watching them yeah you can still do that on tv mm-hmm. but some um, but it, it's so scaled back it's not what it Right. I think because I think a lot of that is everything is just so funky right now, regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't even have the same, like, excitement for college football this year. And that's that's huge for us. But, you right. know, again, all, all the sports are pulled, all those indoor activity outlets. Mm-hmm. Like, you used to be able to go to, like, main event and go and do bowling or whatever, laser tag and all that. And, I mean, it's probably still open, but do I necessarily want to do that? No. No, I really don't. Well, that's a smart choice, you know, and it's safety and and it's right now. We have to do our best to protect from that virus. But, you know, with, I think, the sports, too, as a parent, you know, with, you know, your son, you're very active in the community with, you know, because you're the dugout mom. Yeah, yeah, and we did volunteering And you can't do that right now. No. So how are you getting through that? What's, what's, that's, you know, how are you, how are you dealing well, you know, it'll probably resume at some point. You know, again, it was we. I was more hands on with the other sports. It was up mm-hmm. until this last season that I was in the dugout everywhere. Every other time, I was basically out there doing stuff, whether it was mm-hmm. football, baseball, or mm-hmm. basketball. Well, you can't um, even go to practices right now, and I know no. we'll work on stuff on that time. Yeah, but yeah. how's that? Because uh, you know, um, that's got to be tough. Well, and that's where it's the socialization for us for the kids, for everything. It just, it makes it hard. And that's why, you know, we're kind of, what we're having to do is really look at like spring when it warms up, when things warm up, if everything Mm -hmm. progresses, you know, as we're hoping it will, as I think the world is hopeful that it will, Mm -hmm. you know, it's knowing that that stuff is in the near future. Right. But you know, what we're trying to do is, I mean, honestly, I mean, we stay, we do like, we go to the car trips, like you said. You mm-hmm. know, we'll go to maybe antique stores, things like that. Do mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, we're safe. We, we keep some... our distance. We wear our yeah. masks. We do that. We do what we need to do. 
Um, but you know, you can be you can be safe and do things like that. And um, you know, when it does warm up, the walks will resume, the hikes mm-hmm. will resume. You know, Absolutely. we're fortunate enough to live close to where we can go and hike, and yes. there can literally be nobody but us mm-hmm. that's hiking. You know, the national park, the Smoky Mountains. That's different. Um, but here, I mean, we have tons around us, tons of places we can go, and mm-hmm. we won't see anybody at all, not a soul. Um, but we also, and it's kind of silly, but we really like to dance in the house. We do yeah. that all the time. I love doing that. But I'll that's dance what's by funny. myself. It's yeah. like Billy Idol, dancing with myself. Exactly. That I Billy love that Idol? song. Yes. Christ. I listen yes. to a lot of Billy Idol. It's I one of my favorite that. songs, even though it's got like weird underlying, you know, tones. Which there. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm single. But it. <laughs> But seriously, and it's in quarantine. And it's then in fucking COVID. You know, the more you listen, you know, and like really, and I'm like, oh, I gotta turn this end part down where he's just like fucking his voice is vibrating, screaming. I'm like, just I can't do it. I can't. Do it. <laughs> but, but we've even done that. We walked yeah. in the door the other day when we really were were ready to like we had everything mm-hmm. set, and we had put that little. And that's you know for me, you know, it's different, you know. You know, certain music, certain vibes, certain time. I mean, you can go through my playlist. There's a million things. What I do, I blasted you with Lizzo. Yeah, oh, and I'm yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, flip your hair back. Shit, and I don't normally go. do Come Lizzo, on. but that way was oh. good. It was perfect. And, and I think she's awesome for what she does. She she's is. Her, she is. She's got the individuality. Mm-hmm. But what I say, I'm going to listen. Do I listen to necessarily pop music, which I don't know if I'm miscategorizing it. But that song, I'm like... It comes on, and we'll start busting them. They're so bad that I'm just like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and I'm butchering it, but I can't sing. But I remember you walked to the door, and I'm like, boom, we did oh, yeah, it. it was we perfect. did it, you know, and mm-hmm. we were jumping around. But I'll do it by myself. I, I, yeah. I dance and look around at the dog. He'll start leaping around. Yeah, exactly. But it is. It's it's that motion, you know. And that's the whole thing is for me. That's it's movement keeping your mm-hmm. body moving because there mm-hmm. is so much with endorphins and movement and just fucking do it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard. You don't necessarily, let's say you live in an apartment and you're on an upper floor mm-hmm. and you've got somebody below you and the floors suck. Just don't dump up and down. You know, you can move around, but don't, you know, be a dick. You don't but have you to can like still, do a thunderstorm. No, but you, you know, you can, still, you can still, like, you can do what you, you know, sorry, do karate. He's gone. Do karate, you know, make people up. I mean, I'm trained in martial arts. Mm-hmm. So you can just do And we're doing that house. as an activity. Yes. So With your son. It's you know, an, we're, it's, we're teaching him some. I'm training Kanjikimba, which is mixed martial arts. But we're working on that. It's motion. It's movement. It's, and it's good for me, too. Because yeah. it gets me yeah, off my ass and reminds me of what I trained in. Yeah, It's absolutely. good for centering and grounding. So it is that movement. Now, one thing you told me about physical, which was great, because I'll do oh, yeah. my yoga. Mm-hmm. I do it at night when I'm starting to, like, I've had a day and... I, I used to do it in the mornings, but I, that was when I would get up, and then mm-hmm. I would go, and I would train with my seafood. And I would do it every morning habitually. Yep. Now, you know, at the end of the day when I'm just kind of like, you know, it's a mix of yoga and then also a workout that I did when I was fight training. And it's kind of combined, and I, you know, I'll do that, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, I feel good. You know, and I wake up. Now, at night, yeah. maybe I should, I, I think I'm going to go back to doing that, doing, you know, doing that during the day. Yeah, maybe. So, maybe. Because being it, an insomniac. Because it wakes. It might help. 
Yeah, and you know I like to do the jumping jacks. That I was really just gonna say, me going. tell me yours, yeah. tell me yours, because that was so <clears throat> good, dude. And that's because, when I was like, damn, I'll start my shit again. Well, the dancing, you know, wakes me up too. I mean, it does. Mm-hmm. It gets me moving. Fuck it makes yeah. me feel good. But the jumping jacks, like if I just really need a quick revitalization, just pump out fifty jumping jacks, and then your heart's moving and stuff, or do some fucking kicks in the air or some shit. You know, and I love that. And something. you were telling me about that, and that's when I was like, damn, okay. I mean, maybe inappropriate timing. Maybe it wasn't because, you know, it was like 8 o'clock at night. And I, yeah. I've always been a night owl. Um, but, yeah, you know, and I love that, you know. So, literally, just, again, even if you're feeling blah and lethargic. I know we talked about let projects go, let shit go. Yeah. But that gets you out of sit and stare mode. And you might not want to do those jumping jacks. You might not want, you might be like, yoga, fuck you. Yeah. Or you might just be like, you know. I don't want to get up and walk around and piddle around and pick shit up. But what I'll do is even sometimes I'll be like, okay, I'm sitting here, I'm staring, shit. And I'll get up and I'll just start walking around in my apartment. If it's too yeah. cold, walk around. Okay, I'll pick this up, hang this up, you know, or whatever. Or I'll start like, you know, just doing some kind of exercise. Or, yeah, or I'll, and literally, I'll, I've, I've got music going on all the time. You know, then start kind of moving around, bouncing around. And then even if it's just walking around. Well, and that's physical activity. You have to find what you like. Because Mm -hmm. some people like weights. Some people like kettlebells. And they say, I do not like that. It is not my thing. So that's why dancing is, you know. I'd I'd blow a window out with a kettlebell. But if it works, even if you don't, you're Mm -hmm. sitting and sitting, you you feel like shit, you see the kettlebell, and that's your thing, go pick it up. Yeah, absolutely. Pick it up a couple times. You'll feel better. Do what you need to. And that's that. It's different than a project. You know, this is how to Mm -hmm. get your your, your blood pumping and get you in a good mental state. It gets those endorphins going. You know, it gets that, you know, I I think. And it does have like a very legitimate interaction with your, the chemicals benefit. in your yes. brain you know it does, it does. Is that's that mental health too. i could be wrong oh yeah you guys can fact just like if i ever save anything off but i'm pretty sure um i know there's endorphins i don't know if that enhances dopamine or not, something or something like that well just like when you see people it makes you know that you happy. love so when you see people that you love there's like that immediate reaction and you know that's another thing staying connected with people mm-hmm. you know it doesn't just have to be the normal like, mm-hmm. I'm going to text them or send a message right. on Facebook. You know, it can be something different. And I do like on that one video, he said we don't pull things out of our ass. And I'm like, wait, what about dopamine and serotonin? Does that <laughs> help? I don't know. Fuck. Fact check. Um, but it just goes to show we're not perfect. And I'm not going to beat myself up and I'm not going to cut it out. That's right. That it's I didn't stay. fact check it and Google it before I said it. Because maybe it gonna... does trigger those things in your brain. <laughs> I don't know. Do you feel that, better now that you've forgiven yourself? I do. I forgive myself for saying that I don't pull things out of my you. ass. And I just <laughs> did. It's fine. Um, and then that one is, you know, I think, you know, you mentioned, you know, with, with the movement and going out and jumping around. And then, you know, we're doing the martial arts and, you know, not sitting and staring. But also kind of what has been the underlying theme through... You know, what we've been talking about is staying connected with others. Mm-hmm. Whether it's that I fuck up, whether it's, yo, you did jumping jacks, let me in on that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's let's do a movie night. Yeah. Um, and it's not losing that connection. I think staying mm-hmm. connected with others is important. I mean, social media in a sense is dead. 
people are tired of just looking at oh, pictures. Oh, yeah. We've done it for a whole fucking year. Yeah, I mean, Solid. Me, it's like, and I know we're on Instagram, and we're supposed to be like, hey, guys, check out our fucking Instagram. I mean, that's one thing why yeah. we've switched to a lot of videos, because yes. that way it's interactive. Yeah, Because we exactly. don't see it as we're just putting out fucking blasts for, yeah. you know, promo. Mm-hmm. We're talking to you guys. Exactly. That's why we always say write in. You know, shoot us a message. You know, oh yeah, it's it's interacting, and that's the community, that's the yep. tribe, that's what we're building. It's a safe space for everybody. Yeah. And even outside of that, you know, it's it's. Uh, and I was like, oh goddamn, I'm too lion skyping anybody. Oh no, no. And there's been a f- couple of my friends where it's like, you know, we can talk on the phone, but it's different. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, shit. I want to see you, man. You're, you know, mm-hmm. you're in New York, but shit, I haven't seen you in a minute. Let's mm-hmm. do Skype. And I, I can't believe how, I, I felt like I was in the same room after like an hour and a half. Yeah. That was great, you know, and then we, they do those uh, watch parties. I tried one of those. There's a weird lag, you know, that's a really stiff movie. Well, you know. But it was cool, yeah. you know, and that's the way it to stay neat. connected. It and, and you could actually like go and chat, you know, in there. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. And I, I'm, yes. I'm, I don't, again, I don't own a TV because they're smart and I get confused. You watched me put it in the dumpster. Well, you helped me. No, did I do that one no, solo? No, that was, that was and solo. And I banged the fuck out of myself. That's right. I think I had a dent somewhere in my leg. Um, oh, no. Because the remote thing didn't work. That's mm. actually the first TV. The, you, the remote broke. I was told to get a universal remote, and I'd have to just sync it. And I said, no, I can't do that. That's too no, weird. Too much. Too much. And I put it in the closet, and then it lived there for a couple of years, and I threw it out. Before I moved, and then you know the my dipshit ex who was here for all of you know three months of my life, which big fucking deal. Thank God that went fast. He was gracious enough of oh I'll leave the TV for you. Like, Go fuck yourself. But thanks. Mm-mm. But yeah, I didn't know how to work it. It had widgets. I still couldn't tell you if my life depended on it what the fuck a widget was. So I threw it out. But again, <laughs> well I went in the closet for a little while and then threw it out. But anyway, I digress. If my ass that can't even work a smart TV can figure out Skype, watch parties, because I'll watch shit mm-hmm. yeah. and stream it through my computer. But it's, it, I found out that these things that everyone was saying to do, you know, that, you know, through different blogs, through things that I've read for mental health to get through pandemics and the shutdown, it works. Yes, it you does. Know, and it's and it's not just and if it's not just liking a photo, go through those social networks with your friends. Send them a message. Oh yeah. DM them. You know, and and I found that you know some of my you know friends of mine. I'll send them a card. Mm-hmm. I'll write something. Oh yeah. And then they send me something getting back. that. And then I get shit in the mail, man. It's I know. The People love thing. that. People you know, really I mean, and I I love mail. I remember when when I, when I was younger, and you know. It's it's just a it, it's a great thing to stay to stay connected. Yes, it is. It really is. I mean, you need even to. if it's a phone call. I'm not shitting on phone calls or texting because that helps. And it depends on it's your personal preference. And it's Everybody's, however you feel that day. Yep, yep. But it's really keeping that connection. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because we don't have to be completely boxed in away from everybody else. No. There's, there's, it's, it's, we're, no. it's the, it's the future. There's flying wizard <laughs> shit that makes it, allows us to do this besides just, you know, putting some shit in the mail. Yeah. Um, so really, you know, there's, there's a lot going on. And I think the other one that we were looking at was, um, you know, that healthy stimulation we went yeah. over, you know, to stimulate yeah. the mind, the body, um, to stimulate the mind. 
one, you know, a couple of things because we've done how to stimulate the body and the sickness mm-hmm. there, stimulate the mind. We take lists to a whole nother level. You don't yeah, have do. to be OCD lister. Make a list of shit you want to do or go yeah, back at the list. That's a great idea. Do not beat yourself up. If you made a list at the beginning, mid, whatever in quarantine, you didn't do it. Check out that list, man. Exactly. Because you've got plenty of time. After quarantine, as they say, the world is your oyster. You can rip the fucking pearl out of the oyster whenever you want. Pearls are in oysters, right? Mm-hmm. Again, fuck yeah. me. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. At least these aren't. This one's yeah. not fucking It's important. not, you know, yeah. It's a metaphor, cheese or whatever the fuck they call. Holy crap. And we're not editing this out because we're all about acceptance. That's and, exactly and right. forgiveness and not being <laughs> so bad. I'm trying not to be a perfectionist because that's part of my mental health issues. Oh, hey. But also healthy stimulation for the mind. Mm-hmm. You know, there's those journals. And I always used to think, because I'm a writer, is I, I, I scratch shit all over the place. I mean, you've seen if I, you know, in, in, you know, where I've got like my desk, there's like 30 fucking journals. That's yeah. exaggerating. But I probably have about more than that in a giant suitcase. Um, is get one of those journals or, you know, just one of those, you know, notebooks. But the one I, I saw, and I've been seeing these for years, and I was like, I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. But it was that 365 where you write something a little bit yeah, a day. Now, those I are did great. buy one of those when I got clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, so each day, which getting clean sucks. It's hard. I stayed inside. I felt like shit about myself. Mm-hmm. It's, there's some similarities in there. Yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, hey, you're a fucking drug addict and you're getting clean on your own in your apartment. Don't do that. It could kill you. I did it, but it's not recommended. I wrote each day how I felt, mm-hmm. and I would literally, there's some pages where I would, you could see where I had written the word fuck, you mm-hmm. know, and just dug it into the page. Mm. And other days it was like, okay, you know, I didn't obsess on, you know, cocaine for 24 hours today. Yeah. It was like, yeah, a couple times every hour, so maybe there's progress, but I still feel like a fucking asshole. Or, you know, I did that while I was getting clean, but anyway... I've looked at those books since then, and I, th- I think it's a cool concept. For me, yeah. I write shit everywhere all the time. Pick one of those up. Grab a journal. It doesn't have to be the 365, but no. if you want to have a page where you just write down like, hey, today was cool. Hey, today was red. Hey, yeah. this is a thought that popped into my head. Whatever or, you or feel doodle, like. Yeah. You know? And then you've got a keepsake, too. Yeah, you know, exactly. Or just something to write down. That's going to stimulate the mind. If yep. you skip a day, do it for us. Right, fuck it. Exactly. Who cares? Exactly. Fuck it. Who cares? If you don't feel like writing a sentence that day, doing a doodle, nothing bad happened, but you're feeling blah, fuck it. Who cares? You're allowed to skip days. Don't don't get in the I have to do this shit. No, because you make yourself crazy when you do that. You might have an idea. Mm -hmm. Fucking cool. Put it down there. That's mental stimulation, you know. And I, I mean, so... You know, there's that, and I guess that's my, you know, two cents on, on mental stimulation. But, yeah, I mean, it's, you have to do those things. And, you know, you have to do whatever you have to do for your mental health. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about, too, even with jobs. Yes. You may, you know, for me personally, I have a job where what I do, you could go to other places and make a boatload of money. You really could. But... I prefer the nine to five 
Monday through Friday. You know, I don't add a whole lot on my plate. I mean, yeah, we have this, but as you well know, I mean, we can only do so much of this because, again, at the end of the day, I will fight somebody about it. My kid comes first. My mm-hmm. husband comes first. My family comes first, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm not I'm not about to work a million hours a week. It could be more money. That's great. Some people, that's the way they want to live their life. But for me, it's not. It's so I'll take a job that pays less. Money. That's right. I'll take and a job that enjoy. pays less. And I will do that because that's my that's my choice. And that's what I want to do. That's for my mental health. Because I couldn't, me personally, I couldn't live with myself. You know, some people, that's, you know, that's on them. Some people don't care. Their kids don't care. Their family, they're fine that way. For me, it's not that way. I mean, right. we sit here and, you know, I get, you know, texts from my kid. He's like, come home, come home. I know. I know. Yeah. He's, um, and but you know, with that job too, if you did that, we wouldn't have the time that we do to record, No. no. you know, and we have, you know, a, a couple hours on Tuesday and then we've mm-hmm. got time to do also do adventures and record and it's mm-hmm. stuff that we love doing. Exactly. And but also you've got, if you had that other job, this wouldn't exist. No, nothing, none of this. And then, you know, again, that time with him wouldn't exist either. Right, and or your or, or your hubby. Yeah, we wouldn't, yeah, it would just be rough. It would. So it's. For me personally. Quality again, of life. Yes. Over. Money. A paycheck. Yeah, yes. That's right. And I recently, probably if you watch, uh, go, or watch, I guess watch. Yeah. yeah. Stalk. Look hover, at. Peep religiously, check something. Yeah, it's getting weird. Yeah. Peep shows and religion. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sign me up. Not really. That's gross. That's called Catholicism. Oh, shit. Burn. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry, Pope. Oh, shit. Is that Sire Francis? He's a good one, though. Okay, yeah, anyways, yeah, not yeah, getting yeah, off topic. He, yeah. He doesn't piss me off as much. If, yes. He acknowledges science. Yes. So that I'm like, okay, Catholic. Hey, he's progression. He's Abe Lincoln. He that is. Was he's like, the Abe Lincoln of popes. Yeah. yeah, he is. So I don't hate him. Because even Abe was like, whoa, we're not talking about. Yeah, okay, we're getting too far oh, off topic. Shit. Anyways, yeah. That's got weird. All right. So we weren't trying to be offensive. We just got a little crazy. Yeah. And then tried to stop ourselves, and it just got all kinds of convoluted and weird. But <laughs> this episode, you know, we are doing that whole don't beat yourself up, roll with it, mm-hmm. creative projects. Yeah. So we're 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 gonna leave this probably alone, um, and not not cut out our weird, weird shit. Weird shit. Yeah, uh, which we don't really cut that much out anyway. No. I'm gonna shut the fuck up on but cutting you're and watching shit Instagram out. because. Yes. Oh Christ! Yeah, it's the um, all <laughs> that lovely video of us doing the drop, doing the uh, say bye bye. You're good. To say bye bye to. Um, oh, oh, oh! This is the best part. Yes, it is. I got off track with Francis. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Sorry, dude, but damn, motherfucker, you believe in science? I got sidetracked. <laughs> Pope that believes in science. Wow, it's a mind blower. So what I did for my mental health. Now, when I uh, the last episode, I talked about being highly suicidal and sleeping with a straight razor uh, next to me so I could just wake up and end it. Now the this is as you saw in the video. It's my it was my first. Not to be insulting, this is the punk of me square job. Mm-hmm. It was my first. Pay by the hour. Get the shit kicked out of you. Take a verbal lashing, verbal abuse. I've never sat on my ass and worked in claims, 
before. Yeah. And where you just get screamed at. And they, they sugarcoat it up and down. It won't be that bad. They start you off slow, and then they throw you into the fucking pit. And I'm not a fan of, like, working for the man. I felt like a sellout running entertainment venues for three years because I've only been freelance my mm-hmm. entire life. Uh, for the most part, besides like picking up bartending gigs, you know, sign, which I could, would consider a side hustle. Now, it was, I took that job, the one that I just fucking quit, which we did the video of, because I had moved here, dude was fucking unstable as shit. I found yeah. out, you know, total smoke and mirrors on that asshole. Didn't know, I, I needed money because oh, I didn't yeah. want to touch my savings. Now, and I do realize I am fortunate as fuck fuck and I do not take that for granted and I'm glad that when I got clean I squirreled away money oh yeah but you worked you know for that and right it was there I squirreled it for it was going to be for like a house mm-hmm. or, or, or something and also my pride is a bitch I don't like to quit I not mm-hmm. I don't like to say I can't handle this that mm-hmm. was also the why can't I handle these people telling me I'm stupid or fuck you or you ruin my day or you're an unintelligent piece of shit. I mean, these are things that people would tell me on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. That's not me. Yeah. I'm going to go, okay, pause. You don't talk to a human being like that. Mm-hmm. And it was sucking that up and internalizing it. And, and, and we would actually, at that job, I would have to apologize for being stupid. And mm-hmm. otherwise, I'd lose my fucking job. It's just fucking And literally, abuse. that shit was so I didn't have to touch my savings. It paid my overhead. It allowed, you know, for us to start this up, you know, mm-hmm. some extra scratch. So I didn't have to go into what, what I had squirreled. Yeah. It, it, just, it just covered shit until I could find something else. Because I have a resume in fashion, entertainment. Shit's fucking gone. So mm-hmm. I had to take it. Yes. And I stuck it out way longer than I should have. Uh, I spent a lot of time with my therapist. Um, I had to be put on a medication for it yeah. to get me through. And it, that was to set up what I was going to do with my savings to be able to quit. Yeah. Which, again, I realize I'm extremely fortunate. But at the point where I'm, I don't want to eat, my stomach is a wreck um, I want to blow my fucking brains out. I'm stuck in the house. I was working from home, so my home isn't even a safe haven anymore. Mm-hmm. I have to go to sleep to shut my fucking head off. The supervisors didn't give a damn. They talked to you like you were a fucking petulant moron if you had a question. And it was basically like, do, do your shit and shut the fuck up. Yeah. And we don't care. And just that constant abuse. So for me, it was going back and forth for months. We had a lot of talks about it, and it's like, out of stubbornness and pride and to save myself the shit do I feel guilty about having this savings mm-hmm. and using it and I guess it's survivor's guilt Yeah. do I quit something that is literally fucking killing me my hair was falling out I wanted to kill myself I got damn near close to it to the point where, you know, you were going to, you know, I was going to go drive off up into the mountains and you'd, you'd get a fucking I'm sorry note, which I wouldn't do that to. Please don't. No, I'm not going to do that, dude. <laughs> we, we went over what yeah. pulled me out of that hole. Um, and that, you know, that was a scary time for me. And then having to go on a goddamn antidepressant. I've mm-hmm. never, I've got a lot of mental health issues. That, that isn't one. Mm-hmm. That was new. 
and then just feeling like shit and taking shit every day. And that's why we were so goddamn excited on the video because mm-hmm. I'm like, take this job and fucking shove it. I know, but right? it was making that ha- that choice for what is more important, my mental health uh, yeah. it... or this fucking job. Now, if you are in a situation like that and you can't quit your job, what helped me before it was one of those, you know what, let's cash it in. Mm-hmm. Because in six months, I could be sitting on zero dollars. Yeah. I didn't want to put myself in that situation. But I have for my own mental health, mm-hmm. you know. Is what, you know, before you know, I made that decision and what helps now, start looking for something else. Oh, yeah. You Hit have Indeed. To. Hit Indeed or, you know, I think there's Glassdoor. Oh, yeah. And then Glassdoor and Monster.com, I think, is what one is. Craigslist can get a little sketch. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, go on there. You know, make a resume. And you know what? The great thing about resumes is you get to pump yourself up. Mm -hmm. That helps with the self-love. Oh, yeah. What are your skills? What can you do? I mean, nobody likes writing them because it's formatted, and that fucking sucks. Some people might have fun with that. That makes me nuts. (laughs) But it's it's knowing there's something out there. So if you're yeah. stuck in a job you hate, fucking go through something and find something else, you know. That's right, yeah. And I'm I'm still doing it. You know, I'm not gonna sit on my ass. No. You know, but it's it's knowing that I one, I got out, mm-hmm. I can look, and when I was in it, I was looking. Yeah. Keep looking. You don't like where you're at, it's fucking with your mental health. And you feel trapped because we're in a pandemic and it's hard right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's an employer's market. There's yeah. a shitload of people looking for jobs. Oh, yeah. So you're going to get turned down, like they say, you know, with, oh, with anything. Yeah. You know, you put out there, whether you write a book, whether you're doing this or that or a project, you know, a million people tell you no, but then you get that one yes. Send mm-hmm. out fucking, I mean, the one thing about Indeed, um, it saves your resume, it saves cover. Exactly. Boom, 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 boom. Hit 15 of them. Maybe you'll get one for an interview. Don't get an mm-hmm. interview. Don't. It's not the end of the world, but it's an out. Uh, if you can quit fucking quit yeah do what you can um, you know do but what this... you can to get through um talk about it yeah and you know there's there's ways around it there are solutions and i mean but that's the thing is like i have family member okay mm-hmm. has been looking for a job for the past five months lost their job during this right. pandemic okay just went to flat nothing Fuck. And searched and hunted mm-hmm. and went, uh, applied online to many, looked for jobs, mm-hmm. went places, because most places do everything online. Mm-hmm. Well, they've put in a hell of a lot of work, and it appears that they may have something. Oh. Um, you know, five, five, six months later, it takes a while. It really does. It does. But. And that's a nothing, big thing. It is. If you don't, if you've lost your job during quarantine, that's going to affect your mental health. Yes, if it is. If you don't have a job during quarantine, that's going to affect your mental health. Well, but you will find something because and if you don't have a job and you've been trying in 6 months from now send us an email through our website <laughs> and you can just put an all bold fuck you you fucking liars but put the work in. Yeah, yeah. But Nothing. there's hope. There is because it's Even hard. with him, it was it was very hard. It was very hard for them to find it work. It weighs on your mental health. It, it weighs does. on your mind. You but feel it again. Bad. Nothing lasts forever. Exactly, and that is the whole. If we want to go circle back 
Yes. All the way back in. It is retaining that hope, you know, and knowing nothing lasts forever. Everything's cyclical. Like you were talking about with Mm -hmm. the circle and love yourself and love others. Well, it's also that cycle of shit. And then the shit starts to fizzle out Mm -hmm. and then the good comes in. Mm -hmm. Good ain't going to last forever either. But it'll come back around. I mean, I don't know if we're going to get this deep in the hole again. I mean, at least we'll not have fucking survive if we get into you know, the apocalypse 15 years from now. I don't fucking know. But it's like a pendulum, mm-hmm. too. Is it yeah. going to swing way to the left? Yeah. This isn't political. No. <laughs> and then it's going to swing way to the right. And it, mm-hmm. you just have to wait for it to start yes. slowing down to get to that gray area, that midpoint. Because everything will be okay. There's a dog behind me. You guys have seen the video who's really just trying to figure out how to sit on this chair behind me. That's the noise. <laughs> Um, but that's the big takeaway is, you know, keep going. Don't give up. You know, it's again, I know I've said this at nauseum. We are one big community. We are that safe space. We're that tribe of individuals that come together to let you know we're not alone. We're, we're with you. We mean that. You know, it's it's one big group. We want to share with you guys. We want to laugh with you guys. We'll cry with you guys. We'll, we'll be like, fuck man with you guys. And we'll get excited. Absolutely. You know, and, and we come together. And that's why we, you know, say to, you know, hit us up. Yeah, and we do. I mean, we want we want you to write to us. I mean, we really do. Like, you know, you said we, we want to hear from you. Okay, let us know, like, what we talked about, what worked for you, what didn't work for, for you. For today, right, right. Yes. With the and what, what's working, what's not. Absolutely. If and you haven't just, found, this, found yeah. it. And, you know... Just let us know. That's the whole thing. Is That's the whole point of Moonchild is we want to be able to reach out to people because there are a lot of voices, maybe like yourselves, that aren't heard. And mm-hmm. every voice counts. Every voice yes, counts. every single one. And so, you know, just reach out to us. Let us know. Talk mm-hmm. to us. Say, hey. And we will put, you know, like if you're feeling suicidal, if you have anxiety, if you have depression, if you have anything like that. Just, we will have links for you. But don't ever be afraid to get help or feel like you can't mm-hmm. get help. There's a lot more options out there. Um, if you're not big on, you know, popping a pill, like heart medication, there's holistic options. Yes. Um, there's online therapists. There's apps. Um, all those are up from the last episode yes. on there. Um, hotlines, friends. Having a therapist, I want to put this out there does not make you weak it makes no. you fucking strong yes it does because you're saying it's it's okay i you know to to get help if you have a yes. broken leg you go to the fucking doctor exactly if you feel something in your head like for me i have panic disorder i have a fucking panic attack what do i do i talk to my doctor about it because something's not right up there and i need help well and it's it, like you said thing. it's and it's just like what we talked about and before. that makes you fucking strong to take that step yes. to get over for whatever this world has created that mental health is damning you've overcome that yeah now that i got off my soapbox Anyway, <laughs> ah, shit. Um, you know, keep going. Don't give up. You Don't. Know. And you never know who you're going to meet, um, what good things you might see. It's bad right now, but again, the pendulum swings, and never, never give hope. Give up hope. 
No, you never, 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 <laughs> never give hope. Give hope. No. Don't put hope in a box tied up with a bow and hand it out. It won't work. It might be Pandora's box, bitch. Anyway, you know, just don't lose hope. No. That's the biggest message. And you know, one of the things, example, then we got we got to get going. And you, you guys are probably like, God damn, that was a long one. We met during quarantine. We did. We started Moonchild Revolution during quarantine. Yep. I came out of a shitty relationship. I was pissed off. I didn't know where the hell I was. We met by a dumpster. I have an affinity for dumpsters for many we, reasons. It's well, what's when we really started talking? We had the dogs. Yes, it was It was the dumpster was the real, real talk. It was uh-huh. a real opening. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't think anything good. Uh, you know, I came out of a really crappy... Uh, verbal and mentally abusive relationship thank god it was three months of my life that i was down here i didn't know anybody mm-hmm. everything shut down but hey look what came out of it Good that stuff. goes right back to what you you had said with you don't know who you're going to meet no you don't know what's going to happen we met this happened yep case in point all those things can lead even the bad can mm-hmm. really lead to the good absolutely so keep your Keep your heart open to people and try to love everybody, really do. And try to love yourself. Dear God, love yourself. Fuck. Yes, please. And uh, just a note um, before we get off the mic. What? I just backed way far away from this microphone. Um, <laughs> what we're doing something new, you guys probably saw it on, the, on our socials, is every episode. Um, so there's going every other we're doing it bi-weekly, so every other week an episode will go up. It'll be on Tuesdays. Now, the day before, we'll put up a little, a small video as yeah. just a preview yep. of what the uh, episode is going to be. That will also be on the website, um, you know, that little paragraph. But we're also going to do a little little video so yeah. you guys can see what's kind of coming down the pipeline. Just that that's going to be... I know we launched on Valentine's Day because, hey, we're trying to... We're, we're bringing some, some love, the love. Life. We are. Yeah. And it's the hey. Fuck it. It might be a shitty holiday for everybody right now or for some people, but hell, we'll bring we'll, we'll in MCR. It's the love and light. So, we're here. We're weird. And we're with you. Thanks again for listening. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Moonchild Revolution. And on our website, moonchildrevolution.com, where you can find episode notes, links, see what we're up to, and contact us. Hit us up.